0: The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined with my good friend and the senior IDP analyst at the SGPN network, the IDP tipster himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, what's happening?
1: <laughs> Actually, got a little bit of a bone to pick, John. I've uh, been kind of holding this one back a little bit the last couple of weeks, but you know, uh, it, it's hard not to notice waiver wire articles. I mean, we're in the business, so, you know, I'd check them out. And I'm I'm always disappointed because just because a guy produced something one week doesn't make him a viable wa- waiver wire pickup. And when you put that in an article that this guy did that and he's actually like did it with 37% of the snaps and just an outlier type game. It's not good IDP biz. It's not good at, for the industry. Wish that I didn't see that because it'll turn off new managers. And it bugs oh, me.
0: Oh, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. I, I see some truly horrendous waiver wire articles out there. Damar yeah. Hamlin. Really I had no idea. I I thank you. I had no clue. That hasn't been going on for six weeks now. Thanks right. for thanks for letting me know.
1: And it's funny you said that because when I write for SGPN, I'm doing it standard league. So yes, I did some tier two type names that would be tier one plays. So that's funny you mentioned that but i went opposite i get to go opposite when it comes to idp guys so i went deep dynasty you know i what i i went loser brackets you know just like me and idp incentive you know as soon as i knew i was out of the playoffs completely you know i'm working on my keeper part yeah you know so i was giving them some deep options some sam williams that deep hey i even threw out monty rice Ooh, that's deep. That's deep. So, but you know, as people are trading away good players, or whether they're making some moves, or people for you to watch when it comes draft time, and you see other people dropping guys, those those deep dudes, those those swing at defenses type. We
0: do love the deep calls here. Uh, and before we get into things this week, just want to let you know that we're brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. 250 bucks in cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Gary, are you watching World Cup? I am. I, I love World Cup. To be honest, that's going to be more important to me than this for the next two months (laughs) yeah
1: really wow I'm dead serious it only
0: it happens once every four years and it is incredible and you know it's one of those things if you don't like it you're never gonna like it but I, I grew up with it it's awesome
1: well I can't honestly say I've ever watched it or paid that much attention to it to be honest but I do know I mean it's it's clear that it's something that I should right Yes, sir. Sounds
0: good. All right. So we got the week 10 results. We're going to look at the week 11 preview. We'll do it division by division, as is tradition, starting with the Bears, where we got another week of Jack Sanborn taking over for Roquan Smith, who was traded or rather filling into Nicholas Morrow's role as he moved into Roquan Smith's role. Sanborn played 90 percent of snaps this week, had 12 combined tackles in two sacks. Gary, uh, I mean, we mentioned this guy. We said he was going to be a really good waiver wire ad, but did you see this coming? Holy crap.
1: Might have made a crack about how he wouldn't get 12 tackles. No, maybe that was Sunday morning. Sunday morning on SGPN Fantasy Football Show. I think I mentioned there's no way, you know, he's going to get like 12 tackles, but he'll be good and solid. And lo and behold, didn't he get 12 tackles?
0: Yeah, he did. Okay.
1: Well, thank you. And you're welcome. I had him in one of my lineups. I had to have him. The guy's rolling. He's absorbing what Juan Smith left behind, I guess, you know, with the running game. I'm assuming I didn't see the
0: right, right, ninety percent. Right.
1: So it's right. gone up
0: gone up a couple weeks in a row, which is good yeah. if you got him. So yes, sir. So that's looking good. Anything else on the Bears?
1: Yeah, Dominic Robinson, he actually got to play eighty seven percent of the snaps and and looked pretty good. We haven't seen him since the first week of the year. He played for injury then and he played for injury again last week. Just a dynasty guy. I'd really like to keep my eye on. And if I was anybody else, I would too. I put a little check mark by his name. Never know what he might come up with for the rest of the season. Uh, if he keeps getting opportunities, he's the only one between him, Gibson, and what? Oh, Al uh, Quadeem Quid- Muhammad. Yep. Yeah, those are the three main ones that kind of started. And then Quinn, you know, had his whatever role that was. But uh, I, I'm really interested in see what this guy's got going on in the future. Yes, sir.
0: So we'll keep an eye on him. I believe that is it for the Bears. All right. Bengals were on by last week. But uh, they're good to go this week. Logan Wilson and Trey Hendrickson are both healthy and ready to roll. Keep that in mind. That's going to mean Noah Keem Davis Gaither and the traditional role for Jermaine Pratt about sixty to eighty percent of snaps. Anything else on the Bengals?
1: I like Pratt. I like Pratt this week. I think he. You know, I think he had eight like eight combined the first time they played. Now this is not the same team as Pittsburgh was at the beginning of the year. Is what they are now. I think he'll hit his average. I think he can hit that eight combined. So he's he's a nice little solid low, what, LB1 play. Yeah, he's he's got a good matchup
0: coming. Pittsburgh actually looked really good running the ball last week too. So I think the floor is there for him for sure. Yes, sir. So Bengals are looking good to go. We'll see what happens with them this week and adjust. Moving on to the Lions where Malcolm Rodriguez was a full participant in practice today. So that means bye-bye Derek Barnes. Derek Barnes did play 69% of snaps in his absence last week, but that is over with. Deshaun Elliott did get a concussion. He was limited in practice today. And Charles Harris returned from injury, played 23% of snaps. Thoughts on
1: all that? So, yeah, this is one of those ones I wanted to mention it. I seen Julian O'Quarr as a waiver wire pickup. He had like 37% of the snaps last week. I can't remember. It was an outlier performance. I believe he did do some splash plays. It wouldn't matter if he did. As you, John just mentioned, Charles Harris just came back from injury and is more than likely just going to start eating more in the snaps again. Uh, Julian should be right back to the bench. Uh, I definitely wouldn't pick that up as a waiver wire right now and play it this week. That I think that was a more disturbing thing it, to say. Is was a guy to watch that would be for the future, but that's not that's not how it come across. So just a warning out there. Uh, don't don't buy false profit.
0: I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, Harris. They just eased him back into this. This is obvious. So whenever he's normal, healthy, and playing, it's like seventy percent of snaps he'll get there. And Oquara's never been a thing. Just because he landed one sack last week does not make him a thing. Anything else? Any interest in Will Harris? He saw a little bump uh, because of the Elliott concussion. I'm not really into it. What
1: do you think? It's like when I was doing the apps, I put a note in there that just mentioned, Elliot's Elliott's out, Will Harris is an option, but it's an option you don't necessarily want to take if there's another solid option out there, but a player that's been doing it for quite a few more weeks
0: right absolutely it's dependent it's dependent on elliot not being there and that's never good
1: so just remember that when it comes to your lineups this week yeah i believe uh old juju is a forgotten man because he went down to like seven percent snaps to zero snaps or something i don't think he was hurt
0: yeah no he's gone gone yeah it's uh kirby joseph deshaun elliot with elliot having the concussion that's where uh will harris came from i'm pretty sure righty, so that's the Lions. A lot of moving pieces, but at least we got Malcolm Rodriguez back. Moving on to the Browns, we got a total shit show this week because Jeremiah Usukoramoa is healthy, practiced today, and has the blue healthy tag on Yahoo, which means we get to figure out, do we start him, Taki Taki, or Dion Jones this week? What do you think?
1: I my money in on Taki Taki, man. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll. If I have to go here and I have these three options, and it's this week, and I need this play, I suggest it is one of those tier two, tier three type guys that could end up with the tier one level play this week. If I needed him, I'd definitely pick him up and play him. I think the odds are with him. You're not talking a shallow standard, I suppose. You're still talking on four, five, the whole IDP waiver wires kind of bear kind of thing.
0: I'm with you. We've seen over the last month or so that they favor Taki Taki in a bunch of different situations, and even the like the sites we talked about this last week have adjusted their projections. Taki Takis getting a much bigger projection than Deion Jones or Jeremiah Koromoa right now. So I'm now, I'm, with
1: now you. I'm scared. Now I'm scared. If everybody else <laughs> caught up, that's what happens, right? It's like boom. I I don't expect him. I think he got like a hundred percent of the snaps this past game. If JOK's in, I don't expect him to get that. It'll probably be more around that 80 or 75 or something. But I still still like the matchup. Uh, remind me who it is? B- uh, Bills. So plenty of offense. Yes. Yeah, That you're you're talking top 10. I'm with you. I agree.
0: Tacky tacky is the way. I would go Deion Jones second. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah Wilson, Cormo third.
1: I want to mention, I did warn people off about Miles Garrett, even though you can't sit the guy that he wouldn't. He would have some trouble getting in the backfield last week. Well, I'll tell you, it doesn't get much easier this week.
0: So just keep that in mind if you got a better option. And last but not least, Denzel Ward has returned from injury. He played last week, had a fine game, and he's got the Bills this week. So if you need a corner, there you go. Moving on to the Packers, where Gary was totally right last week. Jonathan Abram did nothing. He played just special teams and I don't think recorded any stats, so we can go ahead and ignore that. Other things that happened last week Chris Barnes was inactive, Devondre Campbell remains injured, so Isaiah McDuffie played 82% of snaps at linebacker and had an okay game. That's not what's going to happen. Today, Thursday, Thursday night, Barnes has been practicing this week and is expected to play. And the last time we saw that, Barnes and McNuffy split that role. So I don't think we should play either. What do you think?
1: I I would avoid it altogether, too. And just like I would avoid this whole Rudy Ford thing coming out with 75% of the snaps and having a huge game. Fade on that a little bit too Because it might have just been How the game flow was Or this whole situation with these linebackers But either way, it's looking kind of ugly
0: Yeah, I'm with you I don't trust that at all either And Devondre Campbell's already been ruled out for this game So we are looking at Barnes and McDuffie uh, shit show. So I'd just stay away from all of it Moving on to the Ravens Who had a bye last week The big things we're looking at this week Does Roquan play more? Probably does Roquan produce more probably does Gino stone keep playing deep and does that kill his value? Good chance. And then does Kyle Hamilton keep playing as much as we saw last week because me and Gary just learned Marcus Williams is not coming back till early December.
1: So thoughts on all that. I do think that Roquan Smith is going to, you know, get more snaps. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be at the expense of queen. And as we mentioned before, We were trying to avoid them last week, if at all possible. Queen and Roquan Smith might both end up being on this field more. I guess at this point, I'm almost at that situation again. I'm avoiding it all, if I can. I guess Geno Stone and maybe Clark, but I'm pretty sure I don't like the matchup either. So um, I'm kind of fading on all Baltimore guys this week until something plays out a little bit more solid for us. I hear you on that. I mean, I think,
0: you know, if you got Roquan, you probably got to play Roquan, and we hope it goes better. But beyond mm-hmm. that, yeah, the safeties don't feel safe at all
1: here. The, you know, this is not your ordinary defensive scheme for a linebacker to actually take on. I mean, yeah, Roquan Smith has run the shit out of the, the one up in Chicago, but I think there's a little bit of a learning curve to be able to play every down, like, they tried to do with Patrick Queen in this situation. No, I'm, I'm, I know Roquan's an elite player and a smart dude. He's going to get this. But, man, it's still kind of iffy, you know. It's just I'm borderline on it.
0: Yep, I hear you. I hear you. You know what? Let's look at their matchup real quick and see if that helps us make a decision here. I think they – no, they got the Panthers. That maybe
1: doesn't help. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably why it's sticking in the back of my head. I just did these this morning, so I'm trying to catch up here. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, the
0: Panthers have been successful running the ball, but against shitty teams. This is not a shitty team. Like, it's not going to go well for them, I don't think. (laughs) No, sir. Vikings. Uh, Zadarius Smith got a knee contusion in the game last week, but he's fine. He played through it, and he'll be able to go this week. Beyond that, the, the injury bug has caught up to them. Their cornerback core was absolutely shredded against the Bills. Two concussions, plus Cameron Dansler to IR prior to that. So uh, I have no idea beyond Shandon Sullivan and, Mark- and Patrick Peterson who's actually playing corner for the Vikings. I'd just stay away from that if it's not those two guys. Anything else on the Vikings for you? One hell
1: of a matchup for the safeties. They get the they got Dallas, right? Yes, sir. So I guess Bynum in deeper, deeper, darker reaches could actually be a decent play. It's kind of a dart throw. But Harrison Smith should be ranked in top five in most rankings this week for safeties, I'd say.
0: that uh, That should be a good game, too, for sure. All right, so that's it for the Vikings. We'll see what happens with them. Hell of a game, too. Did you watch that game?
1: No, I didn't. I I actually had the mailman say something to me about it, but no, I have not.
0: <laughs> that's how good it was. The mailman's yeah. talking about it. It was right. crazy. Right. <laughs> All right,
1: moving on. I heard then. something about Kendrick's at the end or something. I can't remember.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, you know, the Bills basically just had to kneel a couple times to win the game, and they fumbled into their own end zone to give Minnesota the lead with less than a minute left. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out, right? Oh,
0: it was nuts. It was nuts. All right. Moving on to the Steelers, where the biggest kick in the nuts last week was Miles Jack. Surprise, healthy scratch. Was able to go, was ready to go, got pulled at the last second. Robert Spillane played 100% of snaps Instead and I don't think anyone Caught this because this wasn't even one of those Things that was like announced by You no. know Adam Schefter or anyone Right before kickoff this just happened It was an internal thing and no One knew about it so it is what it is uh, Shit like this happens and We don't work for the Steelers so they're not going to Tell us
1: fantasy gods Aren't nice I mean sometimes They just really jerk the rug out From underneath you what can yep. you do You uh, Nobody knew Nobody knew uh, how Spielen do because Miles Jack had a hell of a hell of a matchup. He's got another hell of a matchup this week. The guy's oh, just going to be producing. He did really well, I believe. Um, I'm going to yeah, check because I think that's what we was projecting was the matchup was going to really and it's kind of shocked a little bit if you think about it that they didn't move Devin Bush over in there <laughs> and it have Spielen playing a Bush. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, they handed a green dot to Spielen. Seven, kind of
0: well. seven, seven combined tackles, five of them solo, one tackle for loss. Good solid one. Yes, sir. So that was the big news. The other thing is uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is sick due to an appendectomy. Demonte KZ is the replacement if he does not go again this week. And TJ Watt was back. He played 79% of snaps and had just four combined tackles, no sacks, no splash plays.
1: Thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm still avoiding the whole situation. Not until he starts producing. Who who they got this week? They got um Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's
0: a terrible offensive line. So if yeah. he's if he's going to get it going again, it'll probably be now.
1: It's the one that Highsmith went off the first game of the season and looked right. like some kind of superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy. So, you know, hey, but he he might have another good game this game. So, uh, you got to give him a little bit of credit. Sometimes it's the opponent. All right, so we'll see what happens
0: this week and circle back anything else on the Steelers.
1: Just make sure you put Jack in there. He is retur- He is ready to go. He's tweeted it. Beautiful. Yep, it should be good. Uh,
0: yeah, and this week I think he'll get a healthy dose of Joe Mixon, so he should have a nice salad floor for you. Alrighty, let's pay some bills. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet win Hour, Marquee Games of the Week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, get a $100 free bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com backslash WinBet so that they know that we sent you. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where Playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700. 0, 0. All righty, let's get going with the NFC and AFC South. We'll start with the Bucks who won that kind of weird game in Germany. Uh, we got Antoine Winfield Jr. back, which was awesome. He played 100% of snaps, had a nice game. Mike Edwards, I don't know if he slid into that old role cuz he only had four solo tackles. He did play 100% of snaps though. Thoughts on that whole situation?
1: Overall, I guess we're going to have to give it some more time. I mean, it doesn't look like it, but like you said, it was an odd game to begin with. Right. We haven't seen both of them healthy at the
0: same time since like the Carter administration. So it seems like it. Yeah. So yeah, I think Gary's got a point. We wait and see. Um, I wouldn't abandon ship yet. Heading over to the Colts where Darius Shaquille Leonard has gone to IR and is done for the season. I can't tell you how shocked. And surprised I am by this, Gary. That I never would have seen this coming.
1: I remember where I was. I was sitting, actually writing a Dynasty article for IDP guys when I seen the news, and I just imagine the smile that just came across your face. <laughs> just <laughs> yes, the the dudes out. Hey, and nice thing about this, we actually like Taki Taki and uh, I'm going to talk about Okariki. These are guys. We have a lot of other players that are failing and falling off here or there. I think some of these guys are going to help fill the role for the rest of the season through these playoffs. It seems like we have another cycle coming back. Okariki was doing pretty good beforehand, was serviceable and and getting the snaps, and now he should go right back to it. And I like this matchup this week. It's it's interesting. Quitty pay thing is kind of disappointing. Can't get the guy to stay on the field.
0: Yeah, yep, that's the other part of this. Quiddy Pay down to twenty six percent of snaps. He re injured the same injury he had before, did not practice today, Wednesday at timer recording. Uh so he's not likely for this week. And I just want to go on record. I do not wish ill will upon Shaquille Darius Leonard. The the thing is, it just drives me nuts when I see people that don't know anything about IDP spend a third round pick in a super mm. flex startup on a guy that doesn't play football.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a great point. There's a poll called that strong safety on that defense. If anybody really gives a shit, it looks like that the Thomas the third or the third of fifteen or whoever they had on there because they had a lot of them. Yeah, uh, it looks like Blackman's overtaken them a, a little bit. If that really matters.
0: Yep. Yeah. That you're right. That is a position that we thought might be productive and just hasn't worked out all season. So maybe maybe it does. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, and just one last thing I saw DeForest Buckner was uh, dinged up and questionable. Uh, Hopefully he can go this week. But that's not a situation where, like, if Buckner doesn't go, we get, like, the backup defensive tackle, I don't think, right?
1: (laughs) Right, right. You know what? Got to give uh, kudos to uh, Grover Stewart this year. Oh, yeah. For a defensive tackle play. Yeah. The guy, the guy's been here for a few years. He's been in a in a rotation and such. He's really he's really surfaced, thank goodness, because he's doing a lot better than a lot of the others we had normally might use.
0: Uh, dude, he's he's had I'm in this all IDP league and my mm-hmm. D, my DTs are Chris Jones, just uh Jeffrey Simmons, and Grover Stewart. I've been playing Grover Stewart all year. Right. It, how, is no, that the- how crazy is that?
1: Is that the IDP incentive? No.
0: No, I've got uh, Hargrave over there. Uh Yeah, you're right, though. Stewart's been having a hell of a year for sure. All right, so that's the Colts. Moving on to the Falcons. I got nothing. No news, no issues. Both safeties played 100% of snaps. Both linebackers played almost every snap. Those are really the only two guys that we really look at. Lorenzo Carter, I think, had a good game and played a decent amount. Anything Um else?
1: He's got another great matchup this week. I know it's sticking out my head. Don't tell me who it is. No, actually, tell me who it is. Bears. Oh, yeah, Bears. Okay, top five. Top five matchup off the edge. Now, I'm not saying Lorenzo Carter is going to go in there and get two and a half sacks and 15 tackles, but I do think he's going to come out of there productive enough in some deeper formats. I mean, he's been pulling his own weight. Yep, right. And Talk the Falcons,
0: I, I like the uh, Taquan Graham guy too. He's been decent in deeper leagues. Uh, Falcons have had not a great pass rush. They they haven't in quite some time, but it's been acceptable this year at least.
1: Yep, and Grant's done pretty well. He's got a nice matchup this week. I don't see why him and Hawkins won't be uh, decent plays. Maybe not in real shallow formats. Yes, sir. Should be a good game. Uh, All
0: right. be the Falcons. Moving on to the Jags where we got a bit of a developing shit show here. So Devin Lloyd down to 60% of snaps this week and he's been ice cold for a month now. Hasn't done anything. And all of a sudden Chad Muma comes out of left field, grabs 40% of his snaps. And I saw an article saying that they want to give Muma some run. See what the kids got. Their season's down the toilet anyway. They're not winning no division. They're not going to no wild card game. How scared are you if you're a Devin Lloyd manager? It's not good.
1: <laughs> I mean, basically, you can't blame them. If the guy's cold, they're going to give Mooma his run. The competition is good for the soul. Yep. And when you're thinking about the future, uh, you've got to know who's who's your guy. Apparently, Devin Lloyd has fell off for them to the point that they want to see what Mooma's got. Yeah, it's not good. We'll see what happens this
0: week and circle back and let
1: you know. But uh... I think he will be fine. A little competition never, never hurt nobody.
0: Right, and we've seen this in other places this year. Sometimes they just want to give another guy
1: some run and get him on tape. Muma is another one that I heard, you know, go waiver wires. Go pick him up. Go pick him up. Okay, pick him up. Don't play him. Say that. Don't play him.
0: <laughs> right. You don't want to start a inside linebacker playing 40% of snaps. That's a terrible idea.
1: <laughs> After one game of 40% of the snaps on top of it.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's not good.
1: No. No, it's not.
0: Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, That's it for the Jags. Nothing else. Everyone else, same playing time, same production. Uh, Unless you got anything else in the Jags.
1: Nope.
0: All right. Moving on to the Panthers, where we got the best of both worlds last week. Both Shaq Thompson and Frankie Louvu played 100% of snaps. So, good news all around there. Bad news, though. Dante Jackson to IR for cornerback. So, that's not good. Jeremy Chin uncertain for week 11 he has been practicing in a limited fashion they could activate him they just haven't said if they're going to and frankly why would they as gary mentioned before
1: right i don't know i think i'd find a reason not to to tell you the truth Yep. so uh, if he
0: does not play this week it'll be miles hartsfield again and uh probably a little more production
1: for xavier woods well with that secondary i think even if chin comes back i think hartsfield's still safe Sure. That, that's it's true. Going to be, it's risky. You know, some deep, dark, degenerate-type corner, I suppose you could go ahead and play him.
0: That is true, right, because they're, they're down Dante Jackson. That's a big piece of that secondary. Um, yeah, they they might keep Artsfield in there. Texans, Christian Harris, 100% of snaps. That looks good. Jalen Petrie, 81%. That's not great. I don't know what's going on with that, but I guess it is what it is.
1: Actually, it, I noticed that last couple of weeks, him and Owens, uh, th- they've, th- they've really averaged about that 80, 85%, I believe.
0: Right. And I, I don't understand why. That's not a position that they're either in or they're out. You know what I mean?
1: Like, I don't get it. Who are we talking about? Houston? Yeah. And you're confused. That's a good point. I'm sorry. But, I mean, realistically, back to the point. Yeah, it's 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 hard to say what the hell they're doing to begin with. You know, I mean, they're still getting their production. Uh, you just can't expect it anywhere near the what it could be.
0: Right, right. That's the frustrating thing. You, you mm-hmm. see Jonathan Owens put up these monster games, and if he had another 15% of snaps, that's another tackle, two, three, maybe another pass defense. Like, you know, it's points Turn they're over. leaving. Yeah, they're leaving points on the table for us, which not great. Uh, anyway, that's Houston. Um Moving on to the, to the Saints, where uh, Pete Werner did not play last week. We told you to go get Caden Ellis, and boy, did that work out. Uh, 96% of snaps, two sacks, and a host of tackles. Monster game.
1: You can't beat it. I mean, that one actually worked out, but we had actually had a nice sample of him the prior game when Pete Werner went down, mm-hmm. so we felt a lot more confident about saying, well, he's next man up. There is a fine line between how we do this you just got to be clear about it. I played them. I had them in a lineup. Yeah, same. Yeah, so I I, I enjoyed the game and the production. And that
0: one is nice and black and white, right? If uh, Werner's out, Ellis is in, there you go.
1: I don't like the mess they have going on in the secondary. Marcus May can't stay healthy. Yeah, that's that's a total mess. But uh, we'll just go ahead and avoid that. Granderson and Peyton Turner pretty well mm. sent you know Davenport. I think we might have mentioned that before these guys are someone to still keep your eye on for the dynasty leagues. They were on that list about stashes, future stashes. Davenport's going to be gone next year. Right. They're already looking for the replacement. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Moving on to the Titans where, uh, Zach Cunningham went to IR, so that certainly cleared things up in terms of are we going to continue to see Andrew Adams? The answer is yeah, for at least four more weeks. Andrew Adams did play 100% of snaps as a third safety type, had a pretty decent game, so he looks safe for a month or so. David Long, down to 76% of snaps out of nowhere. Any idea what that's about?
1: None at all. Uh, it sure puts a red flag up. I mean, you got to kind of step back. Right now, believe it or not, I think maybe your safest play in the whole situation is Adams. Right? How weird is that? Right. It's
0: weird. It's been a weird year. And you know what the the thing is about Adams? So I'm in one of those all ID. Uh, excuse me, uh, all 22 leagues where you don't get points. You get points based off the PFF score. Andrew hmm. Adams' PFF score is awesome. He's yeah. really yeah. he's
1: really good. He keeps surfacing. I mean, he's gone from what New York giants and i think he was at the bucks and each time he keeps surfacing in either injury problems or so and he always does well funny you see him going somewhere else and you think oh he might get an opportunity well he's getting one here (laughs) so yeah he feels
0: safe david long we got a red flag we'll let you know what happens this week and then monty rice played 54 percent of snaps out of left field too so we'll have to circle back on that as well
1: The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by
0: IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of Dynasty, individual defensive players, Superflex, and beyond.
1: That was IDPGuys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football.
0: All right, and get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPM merch store sgpn gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the degenerate in your life i really like the ugly christmas sweater they got that's not so ugly it's actually pretty good looking plus from now until thanksgiving you can get 10 percent off when you use the promo code dallas sucks that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com promo code dallas sucks and that is accurate this week
1: <laughs> <laughs> what happened
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they gave they gave up their normal game plan and started throwing the ball. <laughs> That's what <Uh-oh>. happened. <laughs> ask,
1: ask Dak to win the game for him, did they? Yeah, it didn't work out so good. Speaking of
0: the Cowboys, NFC, AFC East, we got the Cowboys first. Uh, nothing really went on IDP-wise, except we got all three safeties back again this week, and the split was about what we've seen. Uh, J. Ron Curse led the way, 89% of snaps. Malik Hooker, 83%. Donovan Wilson, 81%. So a little bit of a flip-flop with the last two. But once again, Curse was the guy. Anything on that or anything else you saw?
1: Other than giving a high five to Mr. Vanderish, Thank you, sir, for resurfacing this year. Oh, yeah, he's been great.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll move it on to the Bills then where we got the rug pulled out from under us the second time in one week. Jaquan Johnson. The designated replacement for Jordan Poyer played 4% of snaps last week and was replaced by Cam Lewis, who is a corner safety combination. He ended up getting the rest of the start for that game. That stinks, but the good news slash silver lining is Jordan Poyer has returned to practice, so we don't have to worry about this anymore. Poyer will be the starter, and we can forget about this nightmare. Any thoughts on that?
1: Not really. The only thing I have to mention about the Bills altogether is this is just one of those situations where A.J. Epenisa is uh, one of those guys I've seen everybody saying rush out and pick up. He had a good game. It was in 60% of the snaps, which is the same rotation they've been doing. So it wasn't like he got a huge boost because he might have a little bit personally, but he didn't like hit a higher ceiling on what their rotational average has been. And I really don't like his matchup this week.
0: I'm with you on that. Uh, They got the Browns. The Browns really don't like to pass or generally need to pass. So there you go. And then beyond that, Gary's got a point. The max anyone's going to see in that rotation is like 60, if you're lucky, 65% of snaps. The second Greg Russo comes back, FNS is going to drop down to almost nothing in playing time. So why waste your waiver rotation on something you're going to have for a week or two? Yeah, it's really tough to bet on that. Yep. <laughs> go get Chase Young instead, who's uh, starting on Monday. Yeah, as yep. well.
1: There's yep. actually a couple of good options. We just haven't gotten there yet.
0: Right. Don't, don't go chasing this. Uh, beyond that, Tremaine Edmonds was also injured in this one. He's been limited in practice and might be okay to go this week. But we already know the deal here. If he can't go, Tyrell Dodson is the replacement. Uh, so that's that. Anything else on the Bills? I got a
1: hot take for you. I think Edmonds is gone. I've said this before because of his uh, financial situation and and him getting paid like he deserves to be. I just don't think the Bills are going to be able to do it long-term. They got Poyer and some other people. With the distraction of Dotson taking Edmonds' place, I think, in this curtain game, I think that dynasty-wise, if you're Stash Bernard, which I think is also a third-round pick— I think he's got a little window next year to earn a chance to uh, replace Edmonds when he's gone.
0: Yeah, they're going to need a new linebacker next year. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. So that is the Bills. Uh, Unless you got anything else, we'll move it on. All right, Commanders. We got a little bit of a surprise here. Derek Forrest, who's been trending up in playing time, saw 100% of snaps this last week. Uh, He had a decent game, but most of it came from, I believe, an interception, and you can't count on that. So keep that in mind. Cole Holcomb did not play again last week, does not look good for this week. The breakdown without him was once again, Jamin Davis saw uh, the bump in snaps to 100%. John Bostic was healthy, so he played as that Jamin Davis role, 82% of snaps. And the big news here is Chase Young to be activated this week to play Monday night, not, or I guess it's not Monday night, whenever they play. He's playing this week, and but he will be on a pitch count, quote-unquote.
1: I mean, I'm going to advise the same thing. I mean, you, you mentioned it. You can pick him up, put him in there, and play him, but he's still kind of a dart throw. I definitely take him over the guy that we was talking about earlier. But he definitely should not be on any waiver wires anywhere. Uh, yeah, even if to get him off, you do have to play him. <laughs> what the hell, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I'm doing that.
0: I'm I'm eating the the pitch count thing this week in in uh one of the leagues I'm in because. I need a defensive end. I don't have space for anything else, so I'm just gonna deal with it right and okay. and the the other side of that is I have Chase Young for the rest
1: of the year, <laughs> right and who's their opponent? Oh Jesus, that's uh Houston oh, let's see um. Well, Houston's not really known to give out a lot of IDP production anywhere across the board because they're so sad. But this happens to be one of their better suited ones. It's a mediocre area. So, hey, you know, it's Houston. It'd be nice to see Young get in there and get a tackle for loss, sack, or something.
0: It's definitely possible. He's talented enough if he sees, you know, Mm -hmm. even if it's 30 40% of snaps, he could land something.
1: God knows he's rested.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, all right. Anything else on Washington?
1: Yeah, I kind of don't bite it, bite into this whole force thing sticking. I think it was more of a matchup thing against, what, Philadelphia? Yep. Right. I kind of have that feeling that it probably will go back down. We'll need to see it again. I, I, I just can't trust it or suggest it.
0: Right. Yep. So if it happens again, we'll uh, talk about it. But right now it's just uh, an anomaly. Uh, All right, moving on to the Dolphins. Eric Rowe, uh, 75% of snaps at safety this week, which it's good. That's the second week in a row we got good playing time after they pulled the rug out from under us with that weird guy from the practice squad. I can't even remember his name. He sucked so bad. So we're looking good there. And then Bradley Chubb, 66% of snaps. Moving on to the Eagles. So they not only lost their first game of the year, but uh, Josh Sweat was down to 43% of snaps. That was a game script thing, and uh, he still landed a sack, so who cares? Uh, so I'm not worried about that at all, are you? No, not really. Beautiful. That's it for the Eagles, unless you got anything else.
1: Yeah, Fletcher Cox, man. I'll tell you, You know, we're watching Hargrave. Hargrave's just lighting it up. Oh, yeah. And if you look at these matchups, they've had top 10 matchups for like the last three or four games. They actually started on a nice roll even prior to that, maybe against Dallas. But Fletcher Cox is not getting the sacks. But if you look, he's getting a nice consistency if you're in a deeper format. He's a good he's a good option. I like the matchup this week for him just to get some production by default type stuff. Maybe four combined, believe it or not.
0: And in those deep, dark, degenerate leagues at defensive tackle especially, I'll take that. Yeah. Moving on to the Jets, they were on bye last week. Nothing really going on with them. Uh, Quincy Williams is healthy. He should
1: be good to go. You
0: got anything on the Jets?
1: Yeah, this is one I'm kind of excited for. I want to see the rookie Jermaine Johnson come back 100%. I think he played a little bit before the bye. Yeah, so I think he got to play. He came back like the week before, and he got to play some. I'm hoping to see a bigger portion of that. And I believe they got New England. And it's actually a favorable matchup off the edge. I got a nice shot. He actually was like the main image in SGPN uh, article of him being able to like shoelace tackle Josh Allen last time he played Buffalo. Nice. I I, I like it. I'm really interested in see what's going on with him. All right,
0: so that's the Jets' status quo. Uh, Moving on to the Giants. Uh, Dane Belton, as predicted, 100% of snaps. And he did have a good game, but his production came from, I believe it was a pair of interceptions. And that ain't something you're going to get every week. uh, So just keep that in mind. Uh, If the tackle floor isn't there, then nothing's there.
1: Right, now he's questionable with uh what is it clavica Ooh, Clavicle? okay yeah uh, so i just seen that but yeah he only had the uh four combined tackles two solo's and two assists so that's kind of right along the lines of normal what mckinney was doing totally. there yep so making them kind of not really serviceable yeah we want to see a little more on that he did he had an interception and Pass defended from what I see.
0: Right, right. And and that's, you know, that's, that's half his points. Exactly. And that's going to fool a lot of people. They're going to see mm-hmm. this big inflated IDP point number and saw you played 100% of snaps and assume that you're going to get that every week. And you're not. Interceptions and sacks don't happen all the time. Tackles and pass defense do. Beyond that, Jalen Smith sitting pretty around 64% of snaps. That's where he, just about where he's been most of the season. And Micah McFadden up to 56% of snaps. Any interest
1: there? Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on it. But I mean, realistically, we're talking about he's striving for a role that these two inside linebackers haven't been, been able to do shit. What Crowder used to get, now two guys are getting. Yeah, right. they split it in half. Jalen Smith is getting what, 70 80% of the snaps or something, and he ain't mm-hmm. producing shit either. So I I don't get it, but no, I mean, it's limited. I don't think that right now at this point that there's anybody they're going to bring in there that's just going to, you know, take over the whole thing like Crowder had the luxury of for the last couple of years.
0: Right. But, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens. That's the Giants. uh, Last but not least for these divisions, the Patriots, they were on by last week. We don't really care about any Patriots except Matt Judon, and he's healthy and good to go.
1: I like wise. Yeah. Yeah. They're I coming like- off by and then there was some crazy looking stuff with their snaps actually right, rate right The game before I think, uh, uh, Adrian Phillips felt like to 40%, 50% of the snaps or something. And I don't think Duger played the entire game either. Uh, what was that? Oh, like a blowout game.
0: Uh, what was that?
1: Who did they play? Well, either way it goes. Um, you know, I, I kind of expect that to all come back to some more normalcy before that, you know, or whatever. I expect that to, uh, to go back to normal, but uh, I want to see it first because that was kind of odd.
0: Yeah, that was a blowout. That was the Colts game. Okay.
1: All right. Well, that that explains it.
0: So we'll keep an eye on that and circle back. Hey, and SGPN is bringing you a World Cup contest. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. Win $250 in cash and a $250 gift card to the overall winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Make sure to check out all our World Cup content on sportsgamblingpodcast.com.
1: Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, The fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone. The National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations. So please, go and give what you can. And let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care. All righty,
0: let's finish it out with the NFC and AFC West. We'll start with the Cardinals, where not a lot was happening. Uh, Isaiah Simmons seems to continue to be a thing. He had 100% of snaps this week, so I guess we're stuck with him. Uh, one thing I did see, Buda Baker was down to 80% of snaps. Uh, this is coming off that slight injury, though. Any concern about that?
1: No, I think he hit it. Injury-related.
0: Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, that's it for the Cardinals, unless you got anything else. No, sir. Moving on to the Broncos, Josie Jewell, 100% of snaps. Justin Simmons was limited in practice Wednesday, but is on track to play this week after missing last week. I'm not even going to tell you who's who his replacement was because the guy only played 79% of snaps and didn't do anything with them. And then Alex Singleton had 53% of snaps last week. He displaced Jonas Griffith, who had fewer snaps than that. Do you think we've seen a shift in the guard and the second inside
1: linebacker? Kind of got to go with the flow here. So, yeah, there's no reason to think that that's not uh, the situation. And You know what's wild is we've seen Singleton in Philadelphia just continuously produce no matter what the matchup was. He just played all kinds, and he, he just played through. He's doing it here in Denver with a hell of a lot less snaps. So, I mean, his snap per tackle is really killer. So I guess if you've been trusting him up to this point, you know, you keep going there and it probably helps out a lot that they no longer have a pass rush whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Oh, good point. Randy
0: Gregory comes back from IR next week or the week after, by the way. They need it. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. Moving on to the Rams, not a damn thing happening here. Ernest Jones, 75% of snaps. That's about what we've seen all year.
1: I like Ernest Jones this week. I think he's going to get his nice ceiling, his nice average and of a ceiling, if that makes sense. But either way, uh, I think Jordan Fuller might be coming back. It might throw a big wrench into that uh, secondary. If you had been depending on anybody out there to begin with, it was probably Scott. You know, he's probably safe, but you're going to have to keep that in mind that they're going to have a three-headed monster soon enough.
0: So we will adjust uh, when that happens. But, yep, that's coming. Moving on to the Chargers, I got nothing. No changes whatsoever. And we talked about Bosa last week, mid-December, for his return.
1: Yeah. How far off was it Kyle Van Noy? Yeah, because Barr is with Dallas, right? So Mm Van Noy, how far is it? Uh, Vanoy played like 80 or 90% of the snaps. I don't think he recorded, but like a tackle.
0: Yeah, nothing.
1: It's just, crazy. Yeah, yeah. just to see nothing coming out of him or a bar. It's just crazy to me. I was really kind of excited about those guys. But we'll, we'll move on. Yeah, pretty weird, but that's okay. Uh, yeah,
0: moving on to the Seahawks. Uh, so Cody Barton shot up to 80% of snaps, but we know better to, than to trust that. Uh, plus, they're on by this week anyway. Uh, Ryan Neal, 97% of snaps. Uh, Everyone else, normal playing time. Any thoughts on the Seahawks? Nope. Status quo? Status quo. All right. Chiefs, Uh, more of the same. Willie Gay, 67% of snaps. George Carleftis, 80% with Frank Clark on suspension. No, nothing really crazy
1: here either. Any thoughts? I like Willie Gay in some deeper formats this matchup with the Chargers. So yeah. If you're needing to start four. Inside linebackers or something.
0: Yeah, that's true. This should be a good game. And there's there's talk that Mike Williams and Caden Allen are both back this week that could actually make this a game instead of a bloodbath.
1: And make that IDP even hotter. That's true.
0: And that's something that a lot of analysts, quote-unquote, don't talk about. A lot of this stuff is dependent on the opposing offense. If the opposing offense sucks ass, you're not going to score any IDP
1: points. Right. I mean, when you're sitting there looking at the numbers, it reflects the team's record. (laughs) It really does. Yep. They're not in the top half of allowing points to anything. I don't think, and it just, well, it's because they're losing.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Right. If you can't produce offense, if you're going three and out all the time, if you're losing the time of possession battle, where's the other team get their tackles from? Where do they get their pass defense from? You know what I mean? Like, they might get a, a few sacks because they're causing three and outs, but that's it. You don't have any floor.
1: And how about drop passes or miss, missed passes? You know, that's just nobody got a tackle on that play.
0: Right. No one got anything. That, that's right. that's terrible for everyone.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: But anyway, that's the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 49ers, we got a bit of a weird one here. So Greenlaw, 60% of snaps. Aziz Elshayer, freshly back from IR, 53% of snaps. They split that sucker right down the middle and kind of killed it for both of them.
1: Didn't Greenlaw get kicked out, too?
0: Oh, did he? I thought that was the week before. Uh, let uh, me uh, it double check been. this. It could
1: have been. It's the kind of same situation. They played the three the safeties, again, with Gibson and Ward. And, um...
0: No, you're right. Greenlaw was ejected this week. That's what it was. Uh, so, yeah, that's where that came from. So, okay, Greenlaw is okay.
1: Still kind of a sticky situation there. I'm not sure what point of the game that happened. So, But I think Al Shajir was already getting some playing time, like you yeah. mentioned. It's an avoid situation this week. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Because we've right.
0: seen this before where there's been some question about who's that other inside linebacker when both these guys
1: are healthy. Yeah, I'm not sure if Mr. Greenlaw might be in trouble. That's true. Yeah. You never know. I have no idea. I'm not going to trust it, though.
0: Yep. We'll circle back on that. Anything else on the Niners?
1: No, I'm excited to get to the Raiders.
0: All right, Raiders, where we've got yet another dumpster fire, but it's starting to get a little clearer. So with everything that's happened at linebacker for them and with Denzel Perryman inactive this last week, we saw Jayon Brown, 100% of snaps. Luke Masterson, 72% of snaps. Thoughts on that?
1: not whatsoever but why i'm excited because you brought up masters and to me and i didn't even look i didn't even look at him i was anticipating it <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of said that wrong i thought you'd just roll into it who's this masters yeah okay so so it- Masterson is just a
0: linebacker that is way the hell down their depth chart that they never thought they would get to in a million years, but they have because Blake Martinez retired because he has a bunch of Pokemon cards and <laughs> Divine Diablo's on IR and, <laughs> and <laughs> Denzel Perryman's inactive.
1: <laughs> and do you understand why I wanted to hear your. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do now. <laughs>
1: there you go, man. All right, good shit. Great shit.
0: Uh and beyond that, uh safety situation, rig 100% of snaps, Harmon 89%, so no change there. Uh thoughts on any of these readers? Nah,
1: it's pretty well been status quo with them other than the little linebacker situation, so I think we covered that. Yeah. Total dumpster fire.
0: Um, But at least now we know. So it's down to three, right? It's Brown, Masterson, and Perryman. If Perryman's inactive, it's Brown and Masterson. If Perryman's active, then it's Brown and Perryman. So at least we know that now. Yep. Jesus, what a mess uh, Alright, so that was week 10 We'll see what week 11 brings Just a quick reminder before we wrap up Make sure you get in on that World Cup contest And hit up the merch store uh, Good stuff
1: Yeah, yep. I can't wait uh, I think Ohio State plays this weekend I'm excited about that Because I think they got this Yeah, this isn't the Michigan game Yeah, that's coming though That's uh,
0: right, cu- cu- right. That's around Thanksgiving I think
1: Yep, this is just another. I can't remember Rutgers, maybe. Kind of, kind of felt like a Rutgers when I looked a couple of weeks ago. There was Maryland and Rutgers, I think. But either way, uh, other than that, hey everybody, have a great week eleven.
0: Yep, good luck. We'll catch you next week.